It's the Dear Auntie Podcast with your favorite aunties, Carm and Co. Talk to me. What's going on with you? You need advice and they've got the answers. Auntie gonna keep it real. Hey, Auntie. Hey, Auntie. Hey, Auntie. You're tuned in to the Dear Auntie Podcast. Podcast. We are your favorite aunties. I'm Co. And I'm Carm. And we're here to give y'all some real life advice that's based on nothing but real life. Just life. We ain't no therapists. Mm -mm. We're really not experts in anything other than our experiences that we're here to share with y'all so that hopefully you can avoid at least the mistakes that we've made. So Mm -hmm. how are you feeling today though, Carmen? Can we do a little wellness check? We haven't done it in so long. So on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel in this season, I'll say? Not just today, but... I'm ready for this season to be over okay. with. Okay. Um, what number is that? I am like, I don't know, but I'm over it. Um, the last two weeks, three weeks have been insane for me. Have, like like I, business-wise? Or? I mean, just business, life, school. I got into a car accident I shared with you, you know, just... Being a wife, being a dog mom, I'm ready for the holidays to come so I can lay down. That. Uh, yeah, so the last this last quarter has been kicking my ass, so whatever number that is. I was going to say, so much so that you don't even have a number yeah, today. Yeah, that's okay. what number I'm on. Okay. Well, I'm still on a high from Grown Woman TV. Yes. So I'm going to say like an eight. Okay. okay. I am definitely excited. I don't know. I told what, you you couldn't say eight next? anymore. But okay, I couldn't say eight anymore. Okay, well, whatever. then I'll say nine. Okay. There you go. I love it. Because, yeah, the weekend came together. Okay. It was beautiful. Thank you. I had a great time. Thank you. I met a and lot of people. I was able to people. enjoy myself. I'm usually not able to enjoy myself at yeah, things that you I'm had, You was had a little shot. The yeah. video's going to come out one day. It's going to come out shot, on TMZ. It is going to be a mess, okay? <laughs> Don't judge your auntie. Your auntie can't drink. I told y'all that. I'm honest. You were honest. Um, but, yeah. You got some hot topics to get into. I though, do. I, I do. So, but first, I want to tell you, though, what I'm over. Oh, okay, auntie's over it, yes. I'm over people not understanding the protocol for plane etiquette. Okay. They don't know how to deplane. They don't know how to get off of the plane. They don't know the things that they should be doing on the plane. I'm over it. So when the plane lands, there is absolutely zero reason for you to immediately stand up and act like you about to go somewhere and do something, because you're not. No? You... Like, all 100-plus of us have to sit on this airplane until they open the door and confirm that we are not in danger. That's what you have to do. There's no place you can go. There's nothing you can do. You don't have a secret passcode. Nothing. So while you are—everyone else is sitting down, you're in the aisle causing a commotion, bumping people over the back of their heads with your backpack— Reaching over them to open in the overhead, turning around, breathing on folks, coughing on people. Sit your ass down somewhere. Where are you going? That's what I I literally asked them. Where are you going? Where are you going? Where, where, and you're not getting in front of me. I have you, in, Girl, I will, I will put, put that sh- I'll trip your ass before you get in front of me. Big facts. Period. Big so, facts. And I will get annoyed with my husband if he don't get his ass in front yeah, of them. Because get in front of me. What are you now. doing? Get in front of What me. you're not going to do is get in front of this row, whatever row this and, is. Because you're coming from the back. And so this, let's make this an orderly procedure. Unless you like have to use the restroom, and I still don't even excuse that because go use the restroom and yeah. on the plane. If it's that much of an emergency, yeah. like please, stop. like come on, seriously. So I, because I hate this so much, I took the pleasure of going online to figure out the do's and don'ts of. Oh, you found the real etiquette. Yeah, like I found the actual etiquette from CheapAir.com. 
They have created a list for you all in case you needed it, which you do. Which you do. So here it goes. I'm going to just read a few of them. One, bolting ahead of others. Do not do it. You've just landed and everyone is eager to disembark and get to their vacation in the bathroom. But remember, we're all in this together. And they said it more nicely than I would have ever said it. But they said what they said and they meant it. All right. Premature bag retrieval. The passenger who's on this track gets a black mark. So they basically said, y'all are out of here. We all want to grab our belongings and get moving. But yanking your bag over the overhead, out of the overhead, is not going to do anything. And basically, it's not nice. And I agree, CheapAir.com. It is not nice. All right? Standing up in the aisle, edging. That's what we were talking about earlier. Edging. When you're trying to edge up in the And this is why, see, you're basically, they're saying the same thing I'm saying. You're jamming up the airways, the walkway. This is the equivalent to the driver who frantically races around you in order to get to the red light. You ain't going nowhere and you ain't about to do nothing. So they have a lot of other ones on here, but this is the last one that I'm going to say. The loud phone conversations. Why do y'all think y'all get to be on speakerphone in the middle of so so not only are you standing up in the aisle and hitting people over the head with your backpack and reaching over people to get to the overhead, now you on the phone. Some of y'all on speakerphone. Some of y'all on FaceTime. Some of y'all on FaceTime. Yeah, we just landed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we about to go. Yeah, you wanna go hit up a bar once we land? Yeah, once I get out of here, yeah, I'm about to call it. I heard somebody say that before. I was like, bro, you're not supposed to like you were on a plane, sir. You're at the airport. There are federal bro, agents stop. around. Keep that to yourself. So, anyways, um, I think you get my point. Is we that, get your point, and you're ruining everyone's experience, people. Yeah, I wanted this because I'm already like an ang- anxious flyer. Really? Yeah. So that makes me even more anxious, where it's just like everybody's standing over me. But more, more than anything, it makes me pissed. It's very rude. It's it definitely very rude, and it's literally you saying what I need to do is more important than everybody, everybody else. else. Yeah. And you're really just causing, like, a Confusion. traffic jam. Yeah, it's awful. Mm-hmm. So what are you over? So what I'm over this week, nieces and nephews, mm. I am over you all incriminating yourselves on these internet streets, on these podcasts, yes, in these songs, yes. Young Thug. Okay, yesterday I saw a video from Young Thug's trial, trial mm-hmm. where the prosecutor is literally reading off his lyrics, where he literally <laughs> says, <laughs> he describes hiring someone to shoot at his enemy's mother. And then the prosecutor goes on to say, you know, this could just be, you know, yeah. some random language if, in fact, one of his enemy's mothers had not Didn't gotten shot. shot at. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's absolutely crazy. That is like an obvious example. I think mm-hmm. we kind of, you know, obviously if you write a rap song about something that has actually happened, yeah. you run the risk of getting charged with what happened, yeah, right? Somebody read it but you. on a lower level, you internet scammers out here mm. that are incriminating yourselves in these courses where people can literally screen record you telling them to do, you know, fraud. It's fraud is what it really My boils goodness. down to. The, all the credit scams, 
at least just scam offline is is my thing. It's like if you're gonna do these things, don't tell people you're doing it, Keep and then wonder offline. why the FBI just shows up at your door. You're literally making their lives. So wow, easy. they make it so easy. Yeah. They don't You're have to do any evidence. research, any investigation. I'm pretty sure anybody could be an FBI agent at this point because all you got to do is just tap in, just have an Instagram account. And if y'all have not learned your lesson about what you post on the internet, there is an episode of Dear Auntie where Carmen shares <laughs> a very magical story. Was it magical? It was magical for me. It was a very magical, it was magical for Tabo as well. A very magical story. Okay, go back. What is the wow. episode? 14, 13? Yeah, I guess. Whatever. Go back. It's called Life Lessons, okay? It's one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> but I, just to prove the case that you should not share all your business. Yeah, I guess that. you proved your point. But you know one of my favorite instances of this where somebody's like having to hear their stuff read back to them? I don't know if you've ever watched Iyanla, um, Fix My mm-hmm, Life. Mm-hmm. And there was this episode where... Um, Hazel Lee was on yeah. there. Oh, girl, yes, I and remember. And Iyama was like, right now, look up at Harriet Tubman on that wall, and you read your lyrics to her. Say I'm it. a baby, Say I'm it. a baby, I'm a bit. How embarrassing. Oh, my God. My ass fat, and you got to smack. It was so embarrassing. I had the secondhand embarrassment. Oh my Stop God. it. It was the funniest thing. And she's like, say it, pop your butt. Pop my butt. And I was just like, oh my God, this is so hilarious. So if ever you want to say how something that you put out there in the atmosphere and online is going to come back to haunt you, that was a prime example right there. Just Thank it's you, Elon Iyanla, for that prime TV. That was amazing. <laughs> that was great. All right, moving right along. Yvonne Orgy is a 39-year-old <laughs> virgin. Newscaster. Go for it, Carmen. Yvonne Orgy is a 39-year-old virgin. Molly from Insecure. Molly. Come on. Yeah, yeah. They don't know. Molly from Insecure. Okay. Yeah. She, Molly from Insecure is a 39-year-old virgin. How mm. do you feel about that? Because she talks about that a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's a good thing, mm-hmm. right? But... Where do we go from here, I think is my question. Like, where do we go from here at 39 years old being a virgin? To the bedroom to have sex with someone eventually is where she's yeah, going to go. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. She is. I mean, I don't think she wants to abstain for her whole entire life. I think she's just obviously holding herself to a very high standard. And whoever yeah. this partner is, she's holding them to a high standard as well. So I, you know, obviously could not have been me. Obviously it was not my reality. Yeah. I'm not going to judge anybody who's holding themselves and their most precious parts to a high standard. And that was what was crazy is the comments that were like something is wrong with her. Yeah, no, I don't think anything is wrong with her. I just am fascinated by that level mm -hmm. of uh, dedication that she has. And so she's had serious relationships in life. She has. And she said um, in an interview There's a lot of pent-up energy, she said. A lot of pent-up energy up in here with me. And with me only. With Mm. herself. And she said she's been open about her decision to remain a virgin until she meets Mr. Wright during a 2017 interview with People. She expounded and she said, before any of the fame happened, I sat down with myself and God and thought, when I make it, how do you want me to represent you while I'm here? And mm. so she's representing with her virginal um Her chastity aspects. belt. I would yeah. just, I'm curious to know her desire on becoming a mother. That's all, mm. that is okay. the only, yeah, I, I mean, just pure curiosity. Not that that means anything. I, I think, would just wonder. 
how I that think plays that she a role. probably does. She seems like the kind of girl that would want that. So my question is always with when you have these type of, you know, like rules or restrictions mm -hmm. that you've given yourself. My question is always, what are you doing to actively work towards that thing that you're working yeah. towards? Because to your point, what are we, like, where do we go from here? What's next? If you're 39 and you have not yet found someone that meets your standard, mm -hmm. are you adjusting your desire? Like, I don't desire to ever have sex. I don't desire to ever become yeah. a mother. Or are you truly actively out there meeting people and putting yourself in the environment and doing yeah. the things to get to this goal? That would be my only question. I think she probably has taken a break after that last relationship. I think she thought that was going to be her And do you have husband? too high of a standard? I also want to know that, too. I wonder because... what her standards are. She does seem like a girl that does have really high standards. Well, Molly had really high standards. Yeah, that's true. So, that so you're saying I'm conflating Yeah, them. it might be blending. But okay. she doesn't... I mean, yeah. I don't know. Mm. But all we'll say is we wish you luck. In your journey, things. we're happy for you. We hope it all goes well. But you should probably take us out the group chat because the people are judging you. The, the, people, the people are always going to judge they you. Are, yeah. um, so the FDA says no more hair straighteners. They are saying throw your perms and your relaxers. The creamy crack. The creamy crack away. Do you have a relaxer? Of course not. Hell no. Um, Do you? I have not had a relaxer in about 10 years now. Yeah, it's been about... Yeah. Oh, no. I, girl, I'm so lying. I stopped getting a relaxer in 2018. Really? So that's five, five okay. years. Yeah. So, yeah. And Howard, when I was at Howard, um, I made the decision not to get relaxers anymore because my hair had fallen out. Not because of the relaxer. I had had these really tight braids and because I didn't know any better. Um, and I had hair color in my hair. And so all my hair came out. It was this big thing. So I made a decision not to get. We're gonna do a show on protective styles that are actually damaging your hair. Yeah. Because the braids, the faux. I mean, uh, so many things are pulling our hair out, mm -hmm. and we're leaving it in for months at a time. Yeah. But yeah. And the so, FDA needs to, I think. You do. think you agree? I agree. So the CDC says um, the ingredients in the relaxers, which formaldehyde is one of them, is highly toxic. Repeated exposure can irritate your eyes, your skin, your lungs, and your throat. And it is also linked, and I know this will be your favorite one, Auntie Co, linked to certain cancers, including leukemia, uh, uh, myeloid leukemia, a cancer that occurs in the blood and bone marrow, according to the CDC. So it's very dangerous, apparently. I think that we've already known that anyone who's ever had a relaxer on your head knows you know not normal that this is probably something I shouldn't Unnatural. be putting on my skin <laughs> you know we we all know that the skin is the biggest organ like the yes. things that are literally on on your skin and in your body are affecting you Absolutely. and so what disturbs me about this is when I see the posts you know like on the blogs mm -hmm. the people in the comments are actually complaining as if you Wait, would rather just have cancer. Yeah, you would rather just die. You're saying, how y'all gonna tell me? You know, like, well, y'all need to worry about yourself. You know, let sometimes us, I don't read the comments. if we want to. I sometimes I don't read the comments for it's, that reason. It's insane. Okay. It's insane. All right, well, um, my suggestion is that y'all do what y'all want, but maybe put the creamy crack down. Maybe. Just maybe. Just maybe. Did you see that viral video about this young lady that went out on a date and... The gentleman that she went out on the date with, he left her there, left the bill on the table because she ordered way too many oysters. I have not heard about this. Okay, so there was a viral video of a young lady on TikTok. Uh, there was a place, there's a place called Fontaine's here in Atlanta. 
And they do like a special on Tuesdays where they give you all these oysters for a low price or whatever. So she went, she was making her little video, making some content. She made, made it clear that she was on a date. So she was ordering back-to-back lobsters, I mean, back-to-back oysters, back-to-back drinks, back-to-back food, okay? And she's putting this in her content. And at the end of her content, she just flat out says, oh, that nigga left. And I was like, wow. Um, And the reason, I'm assuming the reason is because she ordered way too much stuff. So the question I have for you is, on a first date, when you go on a date with someone, what is the appropriate amount of food to order on a date? Like, you can't just go ham and order all I the food. I think the appropriate amount of food to order on a first date is the amount of food that you would order if you were eating by yourself. By yourself. I think that it is so rude to expect someone to do something for you that you don't normally do for yourself. Not Agreed. that you can't do, because I think that is... A rebuttal is like, well, I could afford, but is that what you really do? Yeah. When you go out by yourself, are you having a hundred dollar tab or are you having a thirty dollar tab? Are you not? Gonna... You can you afford it? But is this what you yeah. is this what you typically do? Yeah. If not, then I think you are taking advantage. You're of You're clearly taking advantage. Homeboy got up and got out. He's like, "F this, I'm not doing it." Get somebody, um, else, get somebody to else, else to do it. But I will say, Fontaine's the place that uh, she went to. I went after seeing her video. Did you? Because I love oysters, so I went in on... It wasn't on a Tuesday. It was on a Thursday, I think. And I had a great time. Did you? I love the oysters. They were so good. What is it? Um, it's down, like, Virginia Avenue okay, area. Okay. Um, and, I mean, anyway, I had a good time. Uh, it well, was shout great. Out to so shout out to her for that, for putting me on to Fontaine's. All right. Um, How embarrassing. I, that was very embarrassing. And so... Let, yeah, let's wrap back to that. Nieces, don't do that. Don't do that. When you go on first dates, do not behave that way. Act like you got some home training. Act like you have home training. Look at the menus before yeah. you go so that you have an idea of, you know, what you may want. And if you are, you just have to know yourself. Self-awareness yeah. is everything. If you are the type of person that is, like, hungry with an O, <laughs> you know, like, you could eat down, you want dessert, too, maybe you should have a little snack before you go. Because, yeah. and and let, let me say that, because I said don't do don't have somebody do for you what you're not gonna right. do for yourself. If you are the type of person that goes to the restaurant and you get a five course meal, you get two oat. appetizers, three drinks, the main course, and the dessert, you should eat a little snack before you go because yes. even if you do that for yourself, I don't think you should expect that and, to me is a little unreasonable. And if you can't do that or don't do that, I say, why not just say, hey, because I've done this before, too. Hey, I'll cover that. Like, don't worry about that. I do want to try this, but, you know, I'll cover really? that. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay, that's different. Yeah, like, oh, I do want another drink, but don't worry about it. I know, you know, this is my third one, so I'll cover that. You know, that kind of thing. I'm, I'm open to doing that, too. So if that's something that you are open to doing, do that. But don't keep adding on excessively. It may be something that you want to try, but try it on your own tab. Speaking of three drinks, don't have three drinks on the first date. Don't have three drinks don't on the first date. Three drinks day. on the first date. Have, do not do have it. one, maybe two. If you're like me, have one. Yes. Know your limits, okay? Because that's a whole other conversation. You didn't mean the first day. I know you no, didn't. That I was didn't. just for them. Okay. So, speaking of people who just, well, there's no good segue. Dolly Parton. 
We love Dolly. I love Dolly Parton, okay? She, to me, is just like... What do you love about her? I love the fact that she just kind of marches to her own beat. Okay. Like she's, she's a trendsetter, for sure. She's a trendsetter. Them titties was trendsetting, yeah, baby. Yeah, she's a philanthropist. She has a, such a good heart. If you just research all the causes that she gives to, like, you'll, you'll love her even more. Part. She's really nice. Dolly Lane. Um, And so, anywho, she only likes to be reached by facts. You can only reach Dolly Parton by facts. That's it. So thinking about like old school stuff and how like old school I kind of am, I kind of like that idea where people can just reach you by fax and that's it. They can't text you. They can't email you. Just go on and shoot you a fax. You might as well say carrier pigeon. Like what? <laughs> who has a, who? An e-fax? I don't so, even, I wouldn't even know where to start, Dolly. So Miley Cyrus, who has a song with Dolly Parton. She made a statement about this. She said, every time I coordinate and kind of communicate with Dolly, it's through fax. We do use phone, but she does a fax. And then someone scans the fax. And then they put it into a text message. And then that gets sent to me. And it is always signed. And Dolly says the reason that she does this is because it'll take up too much of my time if I, try, if I tried to get in touch with everybody who was trying to get in touch with me. And I say period. Auntie to that. Dolly, don't say don't say period to that because you're telling me that a fax is the quicker method what of communication. What she's trying to say is she don't want to be in contact. She's trying to say. Oh, that was a nice way of saying that. I don't don't send for me because I ain't yeah, sent for she's you. She's like, okay. listen, I'm Dolly Parton. It's too many of y'all trying to get in contact with me, and the ones that want to get in contact with me know how to, and that's by fax. That is period. Very interesting. She does march to the beat of her own yeah, drum. Yeah, love obviously. it. I love that for her. Um, so speaking of people who march to the beat of their own drum, now I have a segue. You have a segue, okay. March to the beat of their own drum, who remain looking great, just like Dolly Parton does in her 70s or 80s, I think. Um, women in their 30s and 40s are sharing their beauty regimens that they wish they would have picked up earlier. Mm. All right, so I'm going to read off some of these to Do you. Do you have any? Uh, that I wish I would have done earlier. Or just any that are beneficial right now? Yeah, facials. Love getting facials. I get them every quarter. You uh, pause. You love the experience or the results? Love both. Okay. Love, love, love. I'm a spa girl. What do you love about it? Love though? it. I mean, I just love the steam. I love that somebody's massaging my face. Okay. I love clean skin. I love. I like clean stuff anyway. So the idea of my pores being clean just makes me happy. I like that, and um, I just like self self care. But in addition to that. My face looks so much better after I do it. Mm -hmm. So it's more like a vanity thing, too. Got you. Okay? So here are a couple of beauty trends that are out here. And then I'm going to read some of the ones that the ladies in their 40s wish they would have picked up earlier. So I know you've heard of, oh, oh, Ozempic. Girl. You know. I don't think that's the song for it, but it just kind of goes. Ozempic. <sighs> would you try Ozempic to lose weight? Because that's what that all the, the girlies uh, are doing. Is that the shot? Yeah. Like for diabetes. Absolutely not. Yeah, my mama would. <laughs> no, my mom wanted to do that. I'm like, are you, where are you going? That you need. First of all, where what, are what are what are? No, stop it. I um, I would never do that either. Either I'm very disturbed by it. They though, got the girls in a chokehold. That people are like doing it left and right. And what are the people that have diabetes about to do? Like they can't in the next get their medicine. Years? They actually can't get their medicine because the celebrities are buying up all of. I the, think that is insane. Yeah, but the doctors are actually approving it, which again goes yeah, they to get show money. you that exactly it's all about money. So Oprah made a statement about it, and she got some backlash because she said she would never take Ozempic because she thinks that's the easy way out. And people that are on Ozempic, 
came into her comments and was like, F you, Oprah, you don't know our struggle. You don't know what it's like to be overweight. And we're doing this because we want to, you know, so she got, but no matter what Oprah says, I just feel like she's always going to get backlash about anything that she, she ever She does says. know what it's like to be overweight, though. She has all, had her own struggle. So I do think Period. she's qualified to speak on it. Yeah, I will say that. absolutely. All right, next up. Permanent concealer. Would you get permanent concealer? I've never heard of such. It is like a tattoo that you get. like how you All can... over your face? Yeah. Permanently. Oh. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> hell no. It's going to be a hell no for me as well. Yeah. Wait. I'm going to have to Google this. Because I can't understand. Like a literal. Yeah, like they take whatever shade, I guess, and they like tattoo like under your eyes or wherever you want the concealer. Absolutely not. Yeah, I think. Do y'all ever stop and say... Hmm. Enough is enough. What is in this? Or what is this going to do to what me is, later? What, is, what are you putting in here that causes this to have this effect? Like, please stop. Next up. Eyebrow, the labels. Eyebrow extensions. What about them? <laughs> They're permanent? <laughs> Would you get them? So, you're, yeah, you're like sewing in hair oh, into your brow. eyebrows. I yeah. was thinking lashes. Mm -hmm. Extensions brow in extensions. your brows. Why? What's I guess because some people have thinner brows. They've plucked them to hell. They've waxed them to hell. And now... Extensions, though, are like filling them in. I don't get I it. I like the word extensions okay, because it's is funnier. It really? Okay, but, but it is, is it really called... Yeah, it is called eyebrow extensions. No, it's a fuck no for... I mean, it's a hell no. Sorry. <laughs> We're not doing it. No, I'm not oh doing it. That's stupid. All right. Last up. I would get injections in my feet. That's the dumb thing that okay, I would do. Okay, what is happening? Because I don't like wearing heels because I don't want my feet to hurt. But I've heard... What do you mean? Like, I'm just saying if I was going to go waste money on a dumbass surgery, okay. that's the one I would pick. And Okay, tell me how this you is get, helping you. You get um, injections put, I think, in the balls of your feet. Uh -huh. It's like a pad so you can wear high heels oh, for longer. Oh, okay. And then I could be one of those girls that wear that heels in the airport. Yeah. Okay, and you don't have to do your kitten heels. No, what would you do? What would be your dumb vanity thing? Well, I've already done a, done a dumb vanity thing you do? in my life. I got my gums pushed back. I'm I'm sorry, what? I got my gums. Let me look at Tabo. Tabo, did you know that was a thing? You used to have low gums. Uh-huh. I could tell that she used to. You did? You what? Yeah. So I had, I had my teeth, I mean, my gums pushed back. What is that? So basically like? they cut your gums <gasps> and they sew them <gasps> back up. So is it like getting your cuticles pushed back? Yeah, yeah. Why did you and do so, that, Carmen? Because I had such a gummy smile. It really, really bothered me. And so they pushed it back. Like, they didn't do it all the way. But the teeth wow. that you see now, you wouldn't have seen all these teeth before. You would have wow. seen more gums. That sounds so painful. It wasn't. Oh, okay. I healed in a week. So why was it dumb? Well, I think it's, I would call it like a dumb vein oh, thing like to a, do. Okay, okay. Like most like a, people wouldn't go get their gums pushed back. You know what I I'd mean? I'd never even heard of that. <laughs> wow. Okay. So that would be the thing I would do. But here's another thing that I would probably do if I didn't think it would ruin my life. Okay, what is it? Okay, hair lowering hairline lowering surgery. Are you crazy or and something? And we have a picture. We have a before and after that we're going to put on the screen. But, because um, a young lady went and Girl, did it. Girl, is it Teresa Judice? Because that's the only oh, person I could think of. Oh my God, of. her hairline is so, so low. low. That's what you want for yourself. No, I don't. <laughs> her hairline touches her eyebrows, okay? Um, but, wow. so hairline lowering surgery is something else that is uh, apparently trending okay. these days. Mm. So, um, here are a few things that ladies in their 40s are saying that they wish they would have added to their regimen. Okay, definitely moisturizing their neck every night. 
They said because, you know, you start to sag and we don't, we we always moisturize our face, Mm -hmm. right? But we don't get the neck. So make sure you get the neck. All right. Somebody says taking better care of their breasts. Now, I don't know exactly what that means, but I think she's saying here doing some exercises. Like, I must, I must, I, I must, must increase, increase my, my buzz. buzz. I was in How old are school. we? Yeah, we're aunties. Okay. What are we doing Fine. here? Fine. Um, so doing breast exercises, okay? Someone says, and we were just talking about this, um, laying off the protective styles. She said now her edges are suffering. Um, this is a 41-year-old. She said don't live in a protective style. Your future self is going to scream at you. Girl, the protective styles are ruining the black community. Absolutely. Someone says, Madeline, I need to take your advice here. Um, 43, I wish I drank less. That mm-hmm. I just would stop drinking on the weekends. And that cause, because her skin was drier and, you know, she just started to age more. And she says she eats edibles instead now. Okay. Got a little switch up. Yeah. All yeah. right. And then the last one, incorporating hand care. So I guess we don't really think about our hands when it comes to, like, getting older and how your hands might look. So I mm-hmm. have had zero hand care. Hey, look and feel. Because yeah. arthritis... Think about people who, like, depending on your career, your job, think about, right. like, hair braiders or anybody who, typing, you know, yeah. anybody who does things with. Just the, the yeah. wear and tear on your hand. I love a hand massage, though. Yeah, I saw I you, yeah, I saw you had, was getting Girl, one. I love a hand massage. All <sighs> of those are really good, though, because yeah. I would never think, oh, I mean, I do moisturize my neck, obviously, but I'm not so intentional about yeah, it because just like, and then I'm doing it for a specific reason. Too, like, going up. Not, not pulling and it not down. down. Yeah. Wow, that was good, Carmen. All right, so we learned some stuff here. We did learn some stuff. Is it time for Dear Auntie? Um, kind of, sort of. Oh, you still got some more? I got a little more. Go ahead, keep going. I got one. I got two more, actually, because I really want to talk about Lauren Hill. Um, But did you know that we need to give kudos to our nieces because they are sharing their locations with their friends when they go on a date? Yes, as you should, nieces. And we have something that we'll put up on the screen, but somebody was basically saying... um, this this man is scaring me. Here is my location. And I think that is so smart. It is. Y'all keep doing that. Keep sharing your locations with your friends. That is a good tactic. Girl, do not think that, oh, I got it. I can figure it out. No, nope. yes. better safe than sorry. And definitely get their license plate number, too. Oh, you can send it to your yes, friend. immediately. Yeah. Okay? Good stuff. Now, Miss Lauren Hill. Auntie Lauren, what are you doing? What kind of trouble is she causing now? Lauren... You know Lauren has been infamous over the last few years for showing up everywhere late, mm-hmm. doing everything late, showing up to her shows late. And then when she's at these concerts, she's singing, like, a different version of her songs because I guess she doesn't own, like, all of the rights to her songs. So she's, like, The ones that we up. don't know. Yeah, and we're just, like... So, personally, that's why I've never been because I don't want to hear a mixed-up version of... I would rather listen to that. Yeah, like, I want to hear miseducation how it sounds um but anyway long story short she gets on the stage recently and she tells the people listen y'all better not keep saying nothing about me being late because y'all lucky that i'm even here on this stage she did say that that i came to bless you with my presence and i gotta say auntie flag on the play flag on the play okay you're an icon some consider you a legend in the game But, Auntie, the way that you think your fans is not by punishing them and telling them you're welcome 
for me coming to perform. They we acting like they just showing for up for free. They that paid, I paid you money that part. to perform. So I think you're getting a little little out of hand with that statement. Um, but what are your thoughts on Lauren these days? How you feeling about Auntie Lauren? I feel like if you were in the audience, you deserved that <laughs> because it, after all of these times that she has shown you she's shown what us. she's gonna do, I would have just came late and. We both here late. You know, like, I would have timed my arrival based on just when I Two hours thought, late. Yeah, just when I think she might show up. So yeah. I think you should know what you're signing up for. But I think that's rude as hell. It's very rude. And Auntie Lauren do better, sis. She's, she will not. Jeezy sat down with Nia Long, which was very confusing for me. Nia Long, Nia Barbara Walters Long. How did this happen? Um, when did Nia Long become a journalist? Know, I don't know. I think she's going to launch a podcast soon. Holla at Grown Woman TV if you yeah, are looking to launch your podcast. Here, but yeah, I was surprised as well. I'm just like, so what's going to happen? It was kind of weird. How did you feel about the interview? I mean, I didn't get through it, but um, I will say I couldn't get past the fact that Nia Long was, was, was just Jeezy. doing the interview. Like, I just couldn't get past that the fact. The energy was kind of weird. It was yeah. like flirty, but... Y'all weren't well, trying we to talking flirt. about the divorce. Yeah, I, yeah. And it's just like, to me, I'm just like, what is going on? So I really didn't get much out of that interview, but I just wanted to put it out there that that, that happened. And if anybody has any feedback about the interview or knows what happens. Well, what happened, what's going on in my group chat in regards to this okay, interview tell me. is that it's giving narcissists. Is that from Jeezy? Is that Jeezy is either doing too much talking? What I did see of it, because I didn't see the mm -hmm. whole thing either, but what I saw is, you know, he, did, he didn't put their business out there. Like, he didn't bash her. He didn't say, right. well, she did this. So, I, you know, obviously you can respect someone for not putting your dirty laundry out there. But I felt like... You know we, you know that's what we want to know. You yeah. know she was gonna ask that. You knew you was you gonna tiptoe around here. it. You know why you're here. Yeah. So what's the point of doing the interview if you're not really mm -hmm. gonna talk about it? It's like you just want to be the one to have the voice to, get ahead to be of talking it. about it. Yeah, you're trying to get ahead of it. So, so you know. But again, when you are in a celebrity relationship, I think this is what is this is this part is of the it. name of the game. So he did release a video to pr promote his new album. I might forgive, but I don't forget. So mm. that was kind of cryptic mm -hmm. in itself. And so one of the quotes from the interview says, I can tell you this has not been an easy journey. I can tell you that I am saddened. I can tell you that I'm disappointed and uneasy. But again, God has me on a different path. And that path is going to entail me to take care of myself and love myself. The real thing is, I don't like to fail at anything. So I guess he's saying that he failed at this and he don't like that. And so he got to go on a tour, a media tour, <laughs> and set the record straight. Let me just say something. As a wife. As a wife. Who takes being a wife mm -hmm. seriously. Like that, you know, like I was intentional about what I was signing up for. I was intentional about this responsibility. I'm intentional about doing the best that I possibly can do at it. Mm -hmm. I don't think that I signed up to be able to say two years later, God is doing something different with my life and it don't include you. I think that that is You're not insane. allowed to say that. I, if my husband decided two years later, God has told me that you ain't the You're one. You're not allowed. What is going on? Like, what are the vows? What is this covenant that I thought we had committed ourselves because to for you happened? to just say, God want me to focus on me? You should have thought about that before you Did got you down on one day. Yeah, you waited too late to talk to God. So at this point, bro. It's you, me, and God. It. It's us and God. Together. The, God is going to have to get you out of this. Because <laughs> wherever you go, baby. I'll be there. Me and little Monaco. Here we go. 
chat. Yeah, you gotta, um, gotta leave yeah. us out of the group chat once again. Yeah. Um, unless you're gonna tell us all the business. Otherwise, what are what are we doing? Unless you're gonna go back to Snowman um, Jeezy, because I do want to hear that. Um, last but not least, Nelly and Ashanti are smiling from ear to ear. They are. Everywhere I turn, we got a picture of them smiling from ear to ear, what grinning. What the hell happened? Showing all their veneers. All of them. And Especially I'm, Nelly's. Nelly got some extra large. He got large. some choppers. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And so I'm just like, but the thing is, I love that for them. I she just bought him a new car for mm -hmm. his birthday. They was down here in the A. I wish I would have ran into him because I just love their energy, their vibe. It's giving auntie and uncle. It's giving. I'm so happy we figured this out. Whatever this is, Reuniting. but for me, it's giving. What happened? I feel like, and this has. I'm pulling this out of my ass. Okay. I, this is coming from nowhere. Okay, no worries. But I feel like Ashanti must have messed up. You think so? That's the vibe I get. Because no. the way that they are, I just feel like if Nelly would have did something, the way, carrying on. the way that the energy that they have, I don't think it would be what it is. So I, it's giving, I a good one had got away and I got my good one back and I want to keep them. I That's agree. I think, I don't know that she messed up necessarily, but I think she may have had like... <sighs> Something else that she wanted to do, or maybe That's she what felt I mean. like it was her. It was on her that it yeah, ended. Yeah, but um. So anyway, I'm saying all that to say sometimes you can circle the, the block. block. Mm. Sometimes you can spin the block, no. and it'll work Don't out. Don't let them convince you to to spin the block, please. If that block does not <laughs> need to be spent, <laughs> do not let because next year we could be sitting here talking about them like they will and Jada. So please yeah. do not let anybody be your goals. If that block. It needs to be shut down, baby. Put a sign up. The uh, road is closed. I love it. For Dead you. end. And we wish you many, many more years. We do, but good luck. Good for y'all. Yeah, good for y'all. All right. So now, now it's time for Dear Auntie. Dear Auntie. Okay. So, Dear Auntie, my name is Jovi, and I am a 23 year old nurse. I make decent money, but the guys I meet who are my age usually don't. And they are not serious about relationships. I really don't want to date an old man, but I'm not sure what options I have. How old do you think is too old for a 23-year-old? Hmm. Well, um, Jovi, I would say... What's the oldest you've dated? Let's, let's start there, Carmen. My husband. It's well, okay, 11, not the oldest, but the difference. 11-year 11 11 okay. gap. There's an 11-year gap. And so, but I think it matters how old you are. Like, so, mm -hmm. for example, if you're 18, I don't think you should date a 28-year-old. Agreed. So, this, she's still pretty young. Mm -hmm. So, 23, I personally don't think any man, like, in, her, in his late 30s should be dating a 23-year-old. Agreed. So, for me, that is too old. I think, at the most, you could maybe do a 30-year-old. Like, I think that's the cutoff okay. for her, for a 23-year-old. I definitely think it matters the age. I think once you, 25, now that I'm getting closer to 40, 25 seems very young. But young. I do feel like there is an age. I don't know what that age mm -hmm. is, but at a certain age, it's like we just all it grown. It just is what it we is. We just all grown at this point. Yeah. Maybe it's 30. Yeah, 30, When I was 30, 35. I was dating a 50-year-old. Yeah. Literally. I was 30 and he was he was 50. Mm -hmm. But I had matured, I had evolved, you know, I had done things and to where 30. we still had things that we could relate yeah. to each other on. Um at 23, I would not say date a 50-year-old or even a 40-year-old. No, absolutely. I would get predator vibes. And you need to from, question why this 50-year-old wants to date you as a 23-year-old. Wants to date your inexperienced self. So mm -hmm. to answer your question though, niece, how old do I think is too old? 
Auntie Carm says 30. I'm going to say 32. I think yeah, that's good. I like think 30 is, yeah, I think 30 should be the cutoff. Yeah. Anything else, and I would be afraid that they're trying to take advantage of you. Yeah. All right. So good luck, Jovi. Hope, hope it works out for you. All right. Dear Auntie, I am really struggling with my body image. I have zero booty. And I am really tired of feeling inadequate. I live in Atlanta where women with big old butts are the norm. It seems like that's what the men are attracted to. I feel so out of place and insecure and I'm seriously considering getting a BBL. I hate that I feel this way, but it's the truth. Any thoughts on this? Kalima. Jackie O. Ooh. Jackie O. Oh, yes. Yes. That's all you need to say. So, yes. Look at the cautionary tales yes. of women who have literally died going under the knife for cosmetic surgeries. Mm. So I'm going to say hell no. What One thing that I think the black community does, does not talk about enough is that the BBL is literally like the most dangerous. The most. The most dangerous procedure that we are. You all know, the doctors that can be say All of the doctors tell you, but we're yeah. not talking about it. Mm-hmm. We're just like making fun of BBLs and not really talking about the seriousness mm-hmm. of it. So that's the thing. I'm going to say go down to the beauty supply store. I don't store. like how you just Girl, listen, go down to the beauty bottle. supply store. You know, I'm just saying, get the BBL. Go down to the beauty supply store, get those little shorts that got the booty hole, the, the butt cheeks cut out, and do a little fake do BBL. A it's like $20. Do that. I, that's interesting. You're going to look stupid. You're going to look just as stupid as you would if you got a real BBL, so you can try it out. So just test it out. For $20. Okay, I like that. Save yourself some time, some money. And your life. Save and your, your life. life. Because stop it. But seriously, the body image thing, I think that this is a very normal way to feel. Yeah. I I feel so bad for especially younger like girls yeah. that are growing up. We didn't go to school with these type of bodies. You right. know, like when we were little, we had little girl bodies. Yeah. We weren't wearing full faces of makeup. We weren't wearing wigs and doing, you know, trying to look like women. We weren't doing no, that. We weren't. So the pressures these days, I think, are just, it's hard. It is. It's very hard. And um, my advice would be Exact same advice as Auntie Co. Do not get the BBL. Um, I would never recommend that anybody go do that. But in terms of the actual body image issue, I think you're just going to have to really have a sit down with yourself and a come to Jesus talk um, because confidence only comes from within. Mm -hmm. Nobody can give that to you, not even a surgery, because if you've seen people that get surgery tend to go back and go back because it ain't enough. It's a hole so deep you cannot fill with the surgery. You cannot fill it with surgery. So you need to figure out what it is inside that's, that's happening there. And Let's be clear. There are plenty of beautiful women out there who don't have big booties. There are plenty of beautiful women out there who don't have huge tits or whatever it is that we're looking for. So you are you for a reason. You are beautiful. And that's just it. So little booties need love too. Little booties need love too. And I one of my trainer, my trainer, um, she has these shirts that says, um, she works at Cycle Gang. She has a shirt that says real bodies matter and, and I wear that shirt often and when I wear it people kind of look at me like are you trying to be shady and I'm like no we're not trying to be shady but we're just trying to show love to people and natural, get them to understand that natural bodies matter too they do and to, as you brought up a trainer I was also mm-hmm. gonna say hire a trainer and do some squats because you can build a butt yeah. you actually can do that you without going can. to buy one build it don't buy it Mm-hmm. Dear Auntie, okay, this is our last one. And if y'all happen to have questions that you would like for us to answer, please send us an email, dearauntiepod sure. at gmail.com. So, Dear Auntie, what the hell am I doing wrong? 
I don't have any trouble meeting men, but I can't seem to keep one. Things always start off going really well, but it never lasts more than two or three months. One of my friends told me I come on too strong, and that pissed me off. Hmm. What do you think it could be? Your niece, Alexis. Well, Alexis, we don't know you and your friend does. And she said that you are coming <laughs> off too strong. I'm probably going to say that she's saying it for a reason. That's probably true. Unless she's a hater. But you would know if your friend is a hater. So if you don't believe she's a hater and she told you that, it's probably because she was trying to help you. Absolutely. And I do know um, that one of the major complaints that I just have heard men, you know, share is that women do come on too strong sometimes. We sit down on the first date or in the first 30 days and we feel like you got to be the one I want to, mm. you know, yeah, what plan my kid's name. Mean? Like, that what means does that mean? I'm planning our future in the first 30 days. That okay. means I want to go meet your mama. That means I'm trying to take pictures of you and post oh, you on my okay. social media. Okay. That, you know, just doing too much. I think that that will turn a man off Absolutely. and scare him away. Absolutely. And I think the reason, a logical reason is, if you're willing to do too much too soon with me, then is it really me? Or, or do you just, you just want, want this? this? You just want someone. Yeah. So if that could be the case, I would say dig a little deep and ask yourself, could that be it? And if it is, that is a red flag for a lot of men. So that would be something to work on. You might be talking too much. Mm -hmm. You might be having sex too soon. Mm -hmm. You know the answer. We don't know. The yeah, answer. you know deep down inside what it actually is. Um, you know, like Co said, um, there's so many different factors it could be. Um, but I think that coming on strong one is a solid possibility. I think that's a huge possibility. And one of the things my husband said to me was, and I think it's important to find a happy medium mm -hmm. to like, I don't think you should just be chilling and letting men do whatever they want Flowing, for years right. and just going with the flow. Cause one of the factors that my husband said and why we, you know, why he ended up proposing, obviously, you know, we wanted to be together and wanted to be married, but he was like, you wasn't, I knew I couldn't just hang around here just be and be a boyfriend for the rest of your like, life. He was yeah. like, you're not that, you wasn't giving off that vibe. He was like, so I definitely wanted to, you know, make sure that we did it, did it the right way. Um, so I think finding a happy medium is, is very important. But if you're coming off too strong and your friend is saying that, then that's definitely going to lead you down the wrong direction. Yeah, and you don't want, you want people to be there because they want to be there, not because mm -hmm. they feel forced, not because they, you know, don't want to hurt your feelings. Like, you want yep. someone to genuinely want you. So I'm going to say just dig deep. Dig deep. Figure it out. We figure don't know the answer, know. but your friend do, apparently. Your friend do. Good mm -hmm. luck. And she doesn't sound like a hater. She's probably trying to be helpful. Yeah. So I don't know how helpful that was, but y'all, if you write in, we're going to help you, okay? We're going to give you we the answers that you need. DearAuntiePod at gmail.com. If you happen to be listening to this, make sure you leave us a five-star review. If you did not know, Dear Auntie is one of eight amazing shows on the Grown Woman TV mm -hmm. platform. So make sure you subscribe on YouTube and be sure to download the Grown Woman TV Roku app so that you can check yes. out all eight shows. We got something for everybody. We sure do. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, yes. support. All of the things. We love y'all, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye.